Good afternoon. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Drag up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go, diesel. Um. Are we starting with the Bengals or are we going to go straight to yeah. the boys? What y'all want to do? <laughs> yeah, we got to talk, talk about the game, man. Like, nah, I'm fucking around, but it's motherfucking Dallas week, niggas. I don't give a shit if we three and seven. Let's fucking get it. <laughs> hey, man, you got awful lot of confidence for a three and seven, but you know what? Nice. He's awfully confident for someone who just picked us to lose. Oh, that, I'm going to pick us to lose this game. What y'all mean? Yeah, this, I'm going to keep it going. All right. The, all the right. more I pick them to lose, maybe they'll do the opposite. Come on now, Cliff, you know, I got to play these games. Keep that energy. I need that energy. I need more of that. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's only two real ways to look at this game. You got to talk about everything that happened before Joe Burrow got hurt and everything that happened after Joe Burrow got hurt. Um, yep. Did you guys see the injury when it happened? I definitely did not. I had to go back and watch. And when I did, I was ugh. That's oh, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, I, I, I mean, I didn't know the severity of it, but I saw his leg get caught under there. I just yeah. I knew it wasn't good. I definitely saw him get rolled up on, but I think they cut away immediately. I think they went right straight to commercial. They didn't even show a replay of it. Mm-hmm. Like the next thing they showed you was he was, but he was clearly done. Yeah. You know, yeah. like we see that kind of hit. We see that we see QBs get rolled over sometimes and it doesn't go bad. And then, but this is one of those where it did. We've seen so, that one sometimes where the guy doesn't end up tip blowing out his whole knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hate to see it to Burrow, man, because Burrow, he looked like a baller, man. It was fun watching him. I got to be honest. I mean, obviously, we wanted to win the game, but Burrow looked like he locked in, bro. He got some confidence to his game. Uh, one of the most uh, bone-chilling things to hear about the Burrow injury yesterday was um, Mitch Tischler from um, – NBC Washington was talking about it and he was down the field, like in the corner of the end zone when he got hit and hurt. And mm-hmm. obviously an empty stadium, there's nobody there. There's no family and friends there because Maryland went back to phase two and this and that. And just him screaming on the field when he got hit and like how he was like gripping the dirt and like ripping it up, like obviously in a lot of pain and agony. And like, luckily we didn't hear that through the TV audio, but it said it was like one of the most like, ugh moments. I don't know if you saw another angle that was posted on Twitter, but it looked like his leg, like it was dislocated. Then it popped back in the bone. Mm-hmm. It just, oh, God, it was terrible. I mean, well, Shepard came out, said torn ACL, torn MCL, and structural damage or something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, no, nah, he has the really hard. bad one. Yeah, Damn, he has man. the bad one. He has the one that Griffin had. Like, you've, blown, you've blown out your whole knee. You can just mm. tear your ACL. Mm, mm, mm. Now, nah, you know who that kind of shit happens to? Us, Us. and Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just how it is, man. Every time you get that, every time our franchises get something nice, something mm-hmm. terrible happens, something bad happens to it, man. Next year, he's coming off major injury. Just it's all oh, it's so similar to us, except mm-hmm. Griffin was playing at a much higher level than Burrow was. You go, yeah. I don't know, fuck what it, like he he just was right. Yeah, but our roster was not in a great position when we drafted Griffin. Griffin got injured, and when he came back year two, he was coming back from injury, but the roster was still trash. Roster was trash, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he we couldn't even cover up for him. So it made him look even worse when he came back. And he just never recovered. Right. 
No, I agree. In fact, he wasn't so, all the way back anyway. So shit, right. he wasn't 100. And so like for the, someone like the Bengals, like let's say next year, what if Zach Taylor? What if they go two and 13, 14 and they fire Zach Taylor? Mm-hmm. And you starting over again. Like that's the type of shit that happens in this these kind of situations. That's what mm-hmm. sucks about that injury. Yep. You could tell on their sideline they were just defeated. Coaches mm-hmm. and that was devastating because they heard him screaming too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the, they know I was their man. Yeah, man. Hope he get well, though. I ain't got yeah. no no bad things to say about Joey B. So let me ask you guys a question. Uh, AJ Green had a touchdown and was well on his way to going off. Tyler Boyd was making circus catches and was well on his way to going off as well. Do we win this game yesterday if Bo, Bro plays the entire game? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think the Bengals had had their chance to – separate get some separation in the game and like a typical bad team they blew those chances in the first half like they had a chance to be up a couple scores on us Mm -hmm. and because they were doing Bengals shit bad team shit they weren't miss field goal miss extra point turnover the goal line that was us looking in the mirror Mm -hmm. because that's the Mm -hmm. type of shit we do and then you end up being a so we would have probably won that game late <clears throat> is my guess. I, I kind of felt like the defense was starting to improve. I know Burrow was – I mean, he was. At, they had over 250 yards total offense first half, but I felt like they were starting to p- play a little bit better towards the end of the second half. I mean, obviously, we don't know the end result if he had stayed, but, I mean, I felt like we were – I feel like we were playing a little bit better and we probably would have closed that game out. Plus, the second half, the run game was going, so it's not like Joe would have affected our run game. So, I would have leaned towards us. The two drives prior to – Joe Burrow going down were three and outs. Um, you know, and like Corey said, they missed two field goals and missed an extra point. Like Cliff said, it, it kind of just seemed like it was a team that couldn't find a way to capitalize on another team p- playing poorly. The Bengals could have been up, what, like 20, 20 to six or 27 and a half. It could have easily been like 27. They scored mm-hmm. a touchdown um, down the goal line that chased them to the force fumble on and bullet connects on two extra uh, field goals and extra point. There it mm-hmm. is. Hey, but we yeah. made plays, though. We, I mean, we could always play the if game, but, you know, fortunately, we made some plays. And especially that hit by Chase on the goal line, that was huge, man. I don't know why Curl was trying to scoop that shit up and run it out. Just fall on the ball, bro. Like, when they reviewed that joint, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to really call a safety against us? That would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been fucking it, horrible. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought that had actually been the call for a second. Look, the, the Bengals weren't up 17-7 because they're not good. Right. And so this is this is what you're afforded when you play bad teams. This is 50 snaps that Joe Burrow played yesterday, right? By the way, 21 completions in the first half. That's, mm-hmm. a, high, that's a high for any quarterback this season and a half. We had 250 total yards of offense first yeah. half, right? Oh yeah, no, they're moving the ball with ease. We're gonna get to the defense because there's some adjustments that need to be made, and I'm curious about your opinion on that and what they need to do. But Joe, Joe Burrow, 22 of 34, 203 a touch, no picks. 90.7 uh, passer rating. Uh, Ryan Finley played 18 snaps. 18. Three of 10, 30 yards, one pick, four sacks taken. Passer rating 0.0. I don't think we sacked Burrow one time, did we? Nope. So, yeah, I mean, you know, when Joe Burrow goes out, he was kind of the driving force by the team. The defense was making enough plays to keep us um, out of scoring range to get any field goals. They, they forced a turnover before half that tip ball at the line with Alex Smith. And Joe Burrow was with ease moving the ball up and down the field on us. They had just not really been able to connect with points on a couple of times. But when he goes out and you have Ryan Finley in the game, by the way, you remember Finley cooking us in that preseason game a few years back? 
Yep. I do. He was like 20 of 25. I was, <laughs> I was honestly when he came in the game, I was like, are we gonna lose this game to Ryan Finley? No, nah, like, not not good, not a good point. <laughs> no, I mean he's not. He clearly was not ready for that. He even threw one to a uh, Fabian Moreau. Moreau played like five plays and got a pick. Courtesy mm-hmm. of Ryan Finley. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see just. I mean, obviously it's a difference between Burrow and Finley, but the ball was coming out of Burrow's hands quick, quick. Mm-hmm. Like we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, and I was messaging y'all during the game. I don't know what it's going to take for us to make adjustments to help the D-line, like, I understand that's our strength, but if we're going to play 10, 12 yards off wide receivers, I mean, like Jero, like Burrow was doing or any any good quarterback would do, run a quick slant, a quick hitch. That, I mean, that's an automatic five, six yards right there. So I I hear what you're saying, Paul. Like, we, I don't know what's it going to take for Del Rio to see that. I mean, I feel like in the second half we kind of adjusted, but also they probably adjusted because Ryan Finley's in the game. You're not anticipating him doing anything with the ball anyway, but. Right. That shit was a little concerning the way Burrow was just letting that ball go early in the game. Period. Yeah, but we've seen I don't would it have gone four quarters doubtful. Maybe not. Right. We haven't really seen anybody torches for four quarters yet. Right. They've the one thing they have done in second halves has has been slow teams down. They've had shitty first halves, no slow teams down second half. But my thing is this I don't even care. Okay, he got injured. We have had people get injured too. Uh, and no one apologizes when they beat us after our quarterbacks blow their knees out. So mm-hmm. we are three and seven. Yep. Sorry, Bengals. That's terrible that happened to you all. But we know your pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one had sympathy for us. Nope. <laughs> you damn sure not getting it from me. I hope he gets better. But yeah, yeah hope he gets better. But y'all mm-hmm. take the L right back to Ohio with you. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stick on the defense though for a little bit because I, I do think that one of the sticking points for me after the game, just thinking about the defense's performance before the injury was the inability to adjust. Um, they weren't getting home with uh, five or six rushers, even when they sent the blitz, because Joe Burrow just had that ball out of his hand so quickly. And it was frustrating for me to see Jack Del Rio not make any adjustments. I know they're a zone-based team, and I, I don't want to take players out of positions they're comfortable with, especially somebody like, Ronald Darby, who's having a bounce back season, but he's been thriving in a zone type scheme. He hasn't been a man-to-man cornerback. Kendall Fuller is a little more versatile, but decent season running the same scheme. At what point do they have to look at this and be like, a change has to be made on the defense because teams are just going to see this and they're just going to dink and dunk their way down the field on us and make it hard for our defense to get a stop? Um, <clears throat> I think there's two ways to look at it. Yesterday, it's possible they just were like, we're not going to give up big plays yet, right? Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the game plan yesterday, just to just keep shit in front of you. No big plays. We've been giving up big plays all fucking season. Yeah. Right? We've been slowing teams down, and then it's a big play. Right? So we have, out of 10 plays the offense has, we have eight good plays, and then boom, there's one big play for them, and, and it's like that. We were able to slow them down when, once we got further down the field. Also, with us having Acme back there at free safety, I'm I'm pretty sure the game plan might have been like you said, Cliff. Don't let anything get behind you. Make sure you stay deep well, because we know second. you take the worst you, fucking angles nah, of any nah, safety. You're not, you're not. Why are you slandering Acme? What you mean? We were giving up big plays when he was off the field. No, I'm saying uh, clearly they never trusted him to begin with. I mean, no, I obviously that's why, they, that's why they pulled him. But we gave up big plays when he was not out there, also. 
I mean, yeah, but, I guess, but I feel like he's always just chasing somebody. So, I mean, I guess that's probably why I said that. But, yeah, I feel you. We haven't really been able to contain the right. big plays all year. We've just been giving up big plays all year. So, I think that might have just been the game plan. Keep shit in front of you. No big plays. They were able to slow not They were able to not give up touchdowns, which is par- partially luck. But sometimes games go this way, man. Like, we have won games where we shouldn't have won. All the time, so, and, and we have been the Bengals before. <laughs> so I'm not, so to me, it's like you, the Bengals lost this game because they're a bad team. <clears throat> we were able to get away with this game plan because we were playing a bad team. And I, I, I'm pretty sure if we were playing Tom Brady, this wouldn't have been the game plan the whole game. You know what I mean? Now I'm with you on that. But even like you said earlier, chances are second half we would have adjusted anyway because yeah. that's what we've been doing all year anyway. So, man, I feel you on that. It just gets concerning when I see these quarterbacks just dinking and dunking five, six yards. Right, and right. It's like nothing. We're not doing anything to adjust. But, I mean, I give you that. The real so what, he's, but what he's been adjusting all year in the second what half. What you so want him to do, guys? What, guys, we can't keep saying our D, it can't. It, which one is it? Is the D-line your strength or are they not your strength? The D-line is a strength, but we've been playing offenses that have been trying to counter our D-line. So they're not effective to the game, right? Like, quick passes, there's no D-line pressure. There's no anything. You know what I mean? So what, you guys got to get pressure then. Coach got to scheme that up. Even when we blitzed, they was picking up the blitz. In the first half, yeah, but Del Rio was throwing some things in the second half that were effective. I know that was Ryan sure Finley back there. Like the first Ryan fucking Finley. No, nah, yeah. should don't. Second half don't count for us, Finley. But right, I'm no. pretty sure we would have had some a different second half those no I agree with you on that. I'm well. not gonna deny that I'm with you on that right what what I was saying there is is more that um it's more that the blitzes were called and they were effective against a protection up front so it might have worked against Joe Burrow he might have got the ball out of his hands a little quicker it might have been an off-target throw because of the pressure but I, I feel like uh, Del Rio definitely called a better second half than the first half yesterday he was been like that all year yeah, it's been like that all year. Yeah, he was throwing blitzes in the first half, but teams were picking them up. Like, but then you always see the jailbreak towards the second half where you see somebody get home, whether it's a safety or an edge rusher or a linebacker or something. But he eventually figures it out. But I, guys, I, I do wish that he would figure something out with early in the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my thing is Joe Burrow wasn't going to throw for six hundred yards. So he had, he had thrown for plenty first half, but. He's on pace for 450. Like, yeah, like, was he gonna get, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, was he going to get 450 out here? Um, no, but, Shane, but, Paul, you're completely right about the first the first half of these games. Like, why does this keep happening? It happens pretty much every week. I think that's really the concerning part. On both sides of the ball. I mean, this is another game where they came out slow. I know Washington got that touchdown on their second drive of the game, but for the rest of the half, they were just quiet. You know, I, punt, I touchdown, punt, punt, pick. Yeah. They might have had some in cooking on that last drive, but you know that unfortunate fluke um, pick by I think it was my my boy Jesse Bates over there. But um, yeah, luckily they missed the field goal on that, so it didn't cost us too much. Mm-hmm. But you know the offense did catch a groove towards the second half. But um, you know I think the story is still the defense and what they were able to do in the second half. That kind of was the story of why the the win was able to happen. I, it's funny you say Apke. Uh, why we're talking Apke? I'm taking notes right here, and my note for Apke is he stinks. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told y'all earlier in the chat. I mean, obviously we won't get to the Dallas game later, but I do not, or I'm hoping Appy is not starting on Thursday. Obviously, we don't know about Everett with that high ankle sprain, but whew, 
I'm not saying Dalton's gonna light us up like he did Minnesota secondary, but that was his receivers look that passing game looked pretty damn good yesterday. Everett may have um practiced today. It was just a walkthrough. Chances are they only gonna do a walkthrough today and tomorrow anyway. They're not really gonna get a practice because they probably traveling on Wednesday. I, I made a joke on Twitter saying that the only way that Apke missed uh interception would have been more of an Apke play is that joint bounced into somebody else's hands for a touchdown. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He oh my god. He dropped one, Darby dropped one. Guys, you can't shit on bad players when they play bad and then shit on them when they don't like he didn't have a bad game yesterday. He wasn't terrible yesterday. <laughs> Did he have a good game? Yeah, nigga still shitting on him. I don't yeah, shit on him. Did he have a good game? I didn't hear his name. And you know what? I'm gonna consider that a good game by the standards we gotta hold that guy to. Okay, okay so I didn't in that case, I didn't see your I didn't see you on the screen really. Perfectly fine with me. The less I see of him on the screen, the better I consider he is. So you ready to tell Moses he had a great game yesterday too? <laughs> no, nah, he, he got he got beat for a sack on the first drive. I think <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's it's the same way. It's God. It, it, to me, for the majority of players, you're not a top level player. I shouldn't see you in the, all in the videos. No, I'm with you. Be all up in the video. If you're all up in the videos, it's probably because you're playing poorly. Unless Aki's having the game of his fucking life, <laughs> the only time you're gonna see him is if he's getting cooked. So if you don't see him. Just know that's a good thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Making that pick would have, would have been a big play. It's just it funny that was Apke dropping that joint. Because that was Fuller, I wouldn't have said a word. I'm like, oh, damn, Fuller, get that joint next time. But Apke, I definitely got to say something. Though. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck who it is. Catch the ball. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, you got you to apologize to Ronald Darby, though. I, I'm going to bring this up every single week. because he, You pretty much told me that he was... Hey, you see how Paul put that on you, Cliff? You see, <laughs> <laughs> you see that? He, he's going to make me apologize for it every week. What type well, of shit I'm about to say, we all might owe Darby an apology. Nah, shit. Darby's playing great football, man. He's playing great football. Playing I'm not, great I can't football. deny that. 13 targets yesterday at him. Gave him 5 for 52, 4 pass breakups. He was in his zone yesterday, man. They was going at his neck. T. Higgins running them deep post routes, them nine routes, but he held his own, bro. I just wish he had got that pick. Or the, the play before Young blew up uh, Burrow on the goal line. If he picks that slant, he jumps. He's taking it for six because there was nobody, mm-hmm. nobody between mm-hmm. him and, and the other end zone. Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but I'm going to ask y'all this about Darby. What would you pay him? Yeah, let's not get too far. No, nah, because, you know, like I said, anything could change, but. No. Would you uh, would you think about working out a deal now or just wait till the offseason? Well, we gotta wait till the offseason. We're not discussing contracts with any of you all right now. We are three and seven. No, I'm with you so on that. We, Believe me, I wasn't we are not that discussing, was not We cannot discuss money for any of you right now. Because <laughs> we're three and seven. Only person can talk to me about money right now, 17, it's not legal. So we can't talk about it. The rest of you, <laughs> that means we like those of you who are able to discuss contracts. Don't call us right now. We're three and seven. <laughs> I was saying last night on Twitter that they should go ahead and try to extend Tim Settle before he gets expensive. Settle's contract up? No, end of next year. But I'm saying, like, if you give him an extension this coming winter. Why would he sign it? So what you you just going to ignore Payne and Allen? What's going on? I mean, how much is Tim Settle going to make in an extension? I don't care. Again, again, any of you here. <laughs> who would like to discuss contracts? 
understand we are three and seven. You got a lot of nerve talking about money right now. Shoot, they were three and thirteen last year, and they extended Ionitis, and that wasn't last year his deal either. Right, right, right. That was the old regime. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the old regime operates. <laughs> two and ten out here, Bruce. Like you about to come? You about to come call Ron? Hey, Ron. I want to tell you my contract. Uh, <laughs> nah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, Corey, I'll entertain your question. I would say just a general rule of thumb. I'm not extending you long-term because you've always been hurt, but I'll give him like two years for something. Yeah, no, nah, trust me. My question wasn't to say I felt like we should pay him yet because I don't think we should. It was just, it was funny to see that topic on Twitter today. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't know what kind of contract, what people can tell I will offer him, what even makes sense in that scenario. Exactly. Exactly. It's like there's not really a conversation we have what even makes sense for us. He's here on a one-year deal for a reason. Right. Don't get me wrong, though. Keep it up. Keep it up, Darby, because you're oh, no, playing great no, football. He's playing phenomenal football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't talked much about Chase Young yet. He must have read Boswell's piece in the Washington Post this past week. I, Chase, I heard, you got me fucked up. I heard, he, I heard he was barking on a play on the sideline to the Bengals defensive line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, just, heard, I heard he's just like that all the time, though. I love it. <laughs> I love it, man. Like they say he's just like that all the, they say he gave like a pregame speech, like got everybody riled up. Like they say oh, he's I, just like that all the time. Oh my god, I saw the video of it. That boy's eyes is about to pop out his head. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kerrigan says some shit like he doesn't even talk to him like he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see him as a rookie. I mean, all the criticism is because, I mean, for certain people that watch games, they're just looking for sacks. You know what I mean? If he doesn't have a sack, then they're thinking, they think he's a bust. Like that article that Boswell wrote. I mean, I didn't read it, but to even put his name in a sentence with bust in there is absolutely ridiculous. Like, the kid has had an impact. I mean, obviously, we want him to get more sacks, but he's making an impact on the game every, damn near every play, so... I, I, I don't understand where that article came from, to be honest. How the like, fuck do you write that after ten games? I, after nine I games, nine I games. Thought Boz, I thought Boz was good. Was better than that. I, mean, I used to read his articles all the time. Like what nine, the fuck? Yeah, nah, he needs to stick. They say stick to sports. Hey, Boswell, stick to baseball. Okay, <laughs> stick the ball. Hey, stick the balls in, stri- in, in strikes. There, uh, Tommy. <laughs> right. Tom Boswell to write that piece. It was kind of like. I'm, Tom, you are a respected journalist in this town. Mm-hmm. You know better than this. This is just, it, this seems like very 1067, the fan clickbait ish right now. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay, but let's, okay. This is what I will say. Right? And I'm not trying to play both sides here. You are the number two pick. Okay. You are the number two pick. You are considered one of the best defensive end prospects in the history of the league. You would have gone number one in pretty much any draft that didn't have a QB1, right? No doubt. So the standard is high. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, that just is what it is. The standard is high. I'm People all for are, that, Cliff. But, and they're going to be, in the expectations are going to be a little out of whack for some people. And I get like, it. What, what they consider you meeting their expectations is going to be out of whack because that is how, what is expected here. But That's this cool. is my thing. This is D.C. So this is just how fucking this shit is. You want to go play in a city where they don't really care? And maybe you could be great there, too. 
He's going to be great here, right? But this is just how it is when you're taking this high, man. If you're not out there dominating, then people are going to be like, well, and he hasn't dominated the last couple of weeks. Chris, you just it, said it's week 10. Why the I fuck is Boswell, you. a well-known local reporter, writing a fucking article with bust next to the number two pick overall talking about he ain't living up to standards. I mean, well, it's listen, here. 10, I, I could understand if it was week 16 and he only had three sacks and he doesn't impact games, then we might need to have a conversation. But I think that was more or less about seeing what Burrow was doing or how Herbert is out here putting up numbers. Tua's had his decent games. Like People are expecting like double-digit sacks right now. I mean, well, no, it's, it's just no, not going to no. be like that sometimes. No, listen, you know what they're expecting? Because you know what Herbert looks like out there? Herbert looks like something different. Like he's making these incredible throws. Same thing. That's what they're kind of, they're expecting Chase Young. There are people who are expecting it that Chase Young should be a version of that as a package oh, rusher. That's all. That's all it is, man. The expectations are high. Like that's just going to be what it is. I hear you 100% on that. But Boswell knows his stuff. He knows football. People are watching Chase Young go on the field every single Sunday, clearly creating havoc out there. To call him a bust or a maybe bust after 10 games, after watching him change the makeup of the entire defense kind of, is kind of like irresponsible, I think. And I'm glad you said that, Paul, because Cliff, my thing was, I just wouldn't anticipate Boswell writing some shit with a headline like that. That's my whole yeah, thing. Like, yeah, but I'm not saying, obviously, he, obviously he, sh- he could have more sacks, but come on, Boz, you know, you know the game better than that. Come on. Who do I have to talk to about these goddamn neutral zone infractions every single week? <laughs> we just got done talking on the last podcast every single game. And it's not just like once a game. Like it's at the most inopportune time. Somebody's jumping off sides. Somebody's in the neutral zone. It's every week. The first drive. Every week. <laughs> every week, man. We're going to go off sides on the first drive every week. Is this like some type of reverse bounty shit? It's replacing the Moses holding, that's all. Five defense is now being offsides every five K. Five K lineup offside. <laughs> it's every week and it's someone different every week. Mm-hmm. We gotta shout out Kerrigan though. Another sack yesterday, six for the season. That's crazy. In such a limited time being on the field. He's coming to the field with fresh legs and rotating him in, keeping his legs fresh so he can get back there and, you know, get to the quarterback because he used to pull disappearing acts, if we're being honest. You won't find many better third pass rushers than Ryan Kerrigan in the league. Absolutely. Yeah, well, there isn't one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. On resume alone, he's top of the list. Yep. Yeah, man, he's uh, what, 95 and a half. He's, what, four and a half away from being on a list that only has 35 That's players love. on it. That's love. That's what's up. I know Sweat got a sack yesterday, but he might still be feeling the effects of that concussion. Because, <laughs> Cliff, I know you said he wasn't playing the best. I feel like he's kind of, you know, tailed off a little bit lately. Yeah. He, I didn't think he had a good game yesterday. Um, yeah. But, look, this is why you have depth. Guys are allowed to, like, everybody's not going to play well every week. Mm-hmm. So, look, Kerrigan had a good, well, they had a good second half. Again, yeah. I'm going to give the defense a very poor grade. Overall, the first half was the first half. Different quarterback came in. You were t- and then all of a sudden, you guys look great. So mm-hmm. I am actually concerned about the defense. I'm actually concerned about both sides of the ball heading into. Yes. Yep. We really miss Ionitis. I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah, we're yeah. not getting that pressure up the middle like we were. We, we usually get, man. 
but really not. You could do so many other things with your defense with a guy like 98 out there. I, it's been so long he's been out, and I've kind of just considered the season a wash, but you could use these past three weeks. I mean, if we're being honest about it, I mean, as much as I love Payne and Allen, like, I mean, I know, I'm pretty sure all three of us have said Ioannidis has been our best defensive tackle, especially in the pass rush. Like, he gets to the quarterback. He's great in the run game. He's he's definitely missed. There's no doubt about that. Give me more thoughts about the defense. Oh, no. Defense defense was not good yesterday. It's, it, while, like, while the actual football game was going on, they weren't mm-hmm. good. Um, the effort as a whole before Joe Burr went out was not good enough. That's yeah. why I'm not even looking at Armor. the second half four sacks. Like, I don't even want to talk about that shit. Like, nope. I mean, that's cool. That's what you should have done versus Ryan Finley. But what I saw in the first half was very concerning. You know, three wins. The Carson Wentz Eagles, the Andy Dalton and Ben DiNucci-led Cowboys, and dominated by Joe Burrow, and his backup was not able to keep the lead. So, I mean, that's just... Yeah. <laughs> we keeping it a buck. We some shit. Yeah, that's just what it is, what it is. Yeah, we beat... The funny thing is, Carson Wentz's name is in there. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, man. That's the funny shit there. Should we talk about that for a second? Or They're not singing no moving. Fly Eagles Fly Up North right now. Yeah. Nah, hell nah. They, they might, fly nigga, might fly nigga back to North Dakota if they could. <laughs> Cry, Eagles. Once again, Cliff, you were absolutely right. In the summer, talking about it. I guess if we're gonna, I guess if we're gonna talk about Darby every week, then we can talk about that every week. <laughs> no, right. listen, look, they, like they're kind of similar to the Ravens to me. I didn't see, I didn't think it would happen to the Ravens, right? But like, kind of similar situations. Like you, what did you do? You didn't get better. How did you get better? You didn't do anything. And you have people. You have you're losing offensive linemen. Like both teams have lost O line, didn't do anything to add to your offense. One team took a quarterback in the second round. We still don't understand why that was done. So I'm not surprised. Man. Shit, I'm gonna say, like I told y'all, I think they drafted that quarterback because they felt like Wentz wasn't gonna make it through the season. But the way he's playing, he might get benched for poor play. And that's what I had. I had no yeah, idea but, that would happen. Right so now. you don't draft a quarterback. You can't draft the quarterback because you don't think the quarterback you have is gonna make it through the season. Oh, I, oh, I don't disagree. That's that's what that's some Philly shit. That's <laughs> believe me, for a team that was lacking weapons, I don't know why they took Hurts second round. Trust me, I'm not. Uh-uh. I don't know what their thought process was in that, but hey, that's the Yeah, fuck them. Yep, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hope so the all, whole shit blows up. So we're all in agreement. Fuck them. Good. Yeah. As long as we're all on the same page, it's always What's, fuck the Eagles. What's Carson? <laughs> Let me look up his contract real quick. It is the John Wall of quarterback contracts. I'm Ooh, kidding. It's not that bad. Man, John Wall's, like John Wall's John the worst in sports. <laughs> they can get out of it after next year. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Hell no, they not. You know they're not going to admit that. Also, shit. also, Walls is the worst contract in sports, made even worse by you being at a game party. Throwing up gang signs during a fucking pandemic, man. Gang, 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 gang. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says to me, dog. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't care what anybody says to me regarding that. This nigga is in a fucking who knows where throwing gang signs. There's like 80 niggas in the basement during a pandemic. (laughs) This nigga's getting paid 50 mil a year. Y'all throwing up big beats. <laughs> no, no, people gotta understand the reality here, man. Oh, All right. shit. I'm, 
we are paying you 50 million. There mm-hmm. is no job in the world, no profession, fuck job. There's no profession in the world where you can be paid that type of money and people are not allowed to care about how you were carrying on with your personal life, man. Oh, definitely. That's true. So, in fairness, the face of an NBA franchise. In, you can't right. be out here throwing up big bees. <laughs> what the fuck, dog? I think it was Baron Davis that was saying that John Wall's uh, gang signs don't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much that means coming from Baron Davis, but. Listen, listen, listen. I am not here to interpret. This is not sign language. I'm not here to read the gang signs. I know what I saw in the fucking video. What? Nigga John was in the video. It's big smoke in the background. He bumping like, to the music, throwing up big Dog, when I was watching that video, I'm like, nigga, are you serious right now, my oh nigga? Oh my God. Imagine having to be Tommy Shepard's assistant, having to go into his office and be like, uh, there's something on Twitter I need to show you. Nigga, imagine Tommy having to walk into Ted and say, Ted, look at this. <laughs> like, come on, man. Nah. <laughs> You're not the 12th man, bruh. You're not the 12th man. You know what? If the 12th man was doing that, I'd be like, listen, listen, man. <laughs> you can't be living like this, but look, we see this shit again. We send your ass to the fucking go-go's out here. Yeah, I love John. <laughs> but you're the face of the franchise. Right? You can't be out, you can't be carrying on like this, man. And you're not a, you're not, this isn't year three, bro. Nigga, you were like year eleven. What year is he in? <laughs> what, what year is we have sidetracked, but fuck, we can put this on the pod too. Fuck. Oh yeah, no, this is definitely one of the pod. This is year eleven coming up. Year eleven, nigga. Day. You are in game videos in year eleven. What the fuck was Nipsey? What was Nipsey doing in year eleven? You see Nipsey in all the fucking gang videos when he was fucking. Th- you fucking serious, bro? Nah, unacceptable, y'all. I'm not even one of those type of people. That's unex. That is wild. That's wild. Smoke in the air, money on the tables. Niggas in a pandemic, nigga. This nigga throwing up big, big. Like, I was looking at that video like, bro. Oh shit! Wait, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> nigga, you ain't played basketball you in two ain't... years. <laughs> Come on, John. Come on, man. God, Dude, that's not even. What's that video? What are you saying in that uh, Arsenal video, Paul? It's undefendable, fam. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, who can defend this? Oh shit! They supposed yeah. to just not care. Oh, you know, you've been throwing up game signs. What? That, mm-hmm. that that's this is not the same, bro. Tommy yeah. was like, Ted, Ted, uh, I got to talk to you. How do you That's think like, they even explain that type of shit to Ted? You think Ted That's knows what I'm the- saying. Yeah. Like, Ted, there's a video. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Now, before you look, Ted, there's a lot of money on the table. There's smoke in the air. I understand we're in a pandemic. John wasn't smoking anything, but he is doing something with his hands. Please take a look. Like, like, <laughs> like shut up. It's like what the, f- what the fuck? John and Roseberry are like, I'm gonna make some change. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and that John looking like looking like uh, Gucci versus Jeezy and shit at compound afterwards. I was like, Nick, are you a compound in the middle of pandemic? And this a compound? Right, 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 right. Like niggas, niggas, what are y'all doing right now? What are y'all doing? Y'all having eighty people parties right now? Oh my gosh. So y'all niggas have made up during a pandemic and decided to throw a party? <laughs> Just oh. no mask anywhere? Not a mask in sight. What are you all doing? Oh man. 
Oh, I saw I saw a video from Compound the, that night, and it's like that shit looks stupid. Yo, super freak, super freak, like just spitting in the air, no mask. Like, oh my nigga. God, nigga thought he was at Black Biker Week or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Enjoying misty as hell in there. Everybody's just catching the right. Fight. Oh shit. <laughs> Niggas catching cooties in there. Y'all in here acting like it's 2016. My thing with the other thing with the wall video is, nigga, if you are in a gang, you are probably easily, you're probably one of the richest people in this room. I will not make assumptions of the others. Mm-hmm. We're certainly the most famous person in this room. Why is there a camera around you, bro? Yeah. What the fuck are your friends doing? What are you, 15? Come on, bro. Like, like, listen, the gang shit's whatever. I don't know anything about that life. I ain't a gang nigga, man. Thankfully. Thankfully. Big B's. I know you should know at the point of your life that you're in, mm-hmm. then you can't be on video. Come on, man. Nigga, let alone when you got 170 million still left to collect from your team. I'm not getting in no fucking video throwing up any sign, Risky. Any of that. You got to be smarter than that, bro. Come on, man. You're not 18, John. I know we're, we're sidetracking uh, quite a bit now, but uh, Kamaya Beal, uh, Brad's wife, just tweeted out LOL with like 30 L's at the end of that. I'm like, uh, what cryptic shit is this? The, the Beals be doing that cryptic shit all the time. No. I'm like, Come on, man, please. Yeah, and they're young. Uh, yeah. We, we going to say, Corey? Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna put that out here on the pod, but yeah. Nah, you, hey, hey, nah, cut the, this. Hey, Paul, you can take this part and you know. I'll cut this part out. Put the music. Now you gotta play the music. Oh, redacted. <laughs> music. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dog, so, you gotta play the music. All right, so start now. Redacted as of three, two, one, go. Because <laughs> oh, you know my barber cut John hair and shit, like, mm-hmm. and he's like. Bill's girl, like wife, whatever you want to call her, like she be saying her tweets, bro. She be talking some outlandish shit. But I don't even know if you remember when Brad didn't make all NBA when she was tweeting, like, what y'all mean? Yeah, like, this nah, she was staying here in DC. He could have gone somewhere else, this and that. Yeah, like, fuck yeah but you know what? You know what, man? Hmm. If we being real, hmm. for being real, hmm. why Bill shouldn't want to play with Wall? Look what the fuck just happened, man. Sure, absolutely. I'm with you like, on that. I can understand like that. that. Shit like that. I could understand. I that. could understand why. Yeah. And especially after we all talked all that, like, 1A, like, what do you say? I'm one, he's two. Not even mm-hmm. like a 1A, one. he said some shit like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. Wall, remember that time when Wall was out and the team mm-hmm. was playing while well, there was all that friction there? Yeah, when when, when Gortat was talking out his ass. Yeah. And, and so, right now, the truth is, Wall, you are coming off injury. You haven't played in two years. The right. streets have changed. Yeah. You were injured. Bill is Marlowe. <laughs> right? Like you, like, you came back out. You're not the biggest thing in town no more. There's a new my nigga name on the block. My name. There's a new oh nigga on the blocks now. Marlowe's Marlo's pack runs the streets. Somebody said something about me in the streets. Right. <laughs> and the truth is, like, right now, this is Bill's team. Bill's younger than you. He's better than you right now. 
he's he's a bet he's he's proven himself to be more mature than you, mm-hmm. more reliable than you. He ain't out here posing in game videos, bro. And the only thing I will say, in Wall's defense, Wall wanted to be here, mm-hmm. and the city guy remember that. Yeah, man. Not a lot of he could have left. A lot of guys could have. A lot of guys have. A lot of guys will. He didn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. John said it's bigger than basketball. That's why he ain't leave, right? Like he truly loves it here. Yeah. I just think it but, was a different way. And Cliff, believe me, I'm not giving him no excuse because that's Corey. You shouldn't have created that video. But I just feel like Shepard could have said he didn't have to give the media that information because he but, went. I don't know if y'all heard, but he was on 980. Yeah, he had yeah. asked Shepard about that shit. He was like, "Well, yeah, we talk about all players. Right, we ain't even gotta you, say all that. But, just say, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. You know what, Corey? If we be, if we're being real, if we're being fair, mm-hmm. niggas make Rose Bar jokes about Wall all the time, right? This nigga's thirty years old in the league, man. Yeah, they, still, they make a fun about you being out here partying. They yeah. talk about, they joke about you like you, J.R. Smith. Yeah, Jack. Without you making box. like fifty mil. Mm-hmm. Who else is making that money that they joke about like that? Oh no, I ain't believe me. I ain't disagreeing like, with you. Like they, him and Harden. Those are two guys where I'm like, yo, I thought mm-hmm. this was like something you were gonna like. This was like a phase in your life. Mm-hmm. But nah, y'all niggas just like to be out there like that. Mm-hmm. If we are being, <laughs> if we are keeping it buck, regardless of whether you like Beal or not, Wall or not, write that shit on paper, change the name of the player. Let's be real. Oh, definitely. To me, and I've defended that name this summer. Nah, that video, I was like, nah, bro. We can't have you around here no more. Like, man. especially when we all just waiting for you to get back from it. Nigga, you've been out right. two years. Like, you should be quiet. Shouldn't yeah. be nothing going on. We Kill these niggas on the court. Yeah, we can't. We can't. It, we would love to trade you, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you're not, you're not reliable as the face of this team, and you're not mm-hmm. being a leader in the way we need you to be, man. Mm-hmm. Period. That's why I would try to trade that nigga for Russ in a heartbeat. John probably like, I guarantee you this nigga Brad knew these niggas was having this type of discussion. Matter of fact, they probably ran it past Brad to see if he'd be cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, John probably, that nigga's hurt, bro. Oh, yeah. They, well, I think what really hurt him was the, um, we're building it the nigga got Brad. the alert when he was pulling back up in D.C. Yeah. He had just got back here. Yeah, but also remember in that Sheehan interview, and in the in interview, because I listened to him on Zach Lowe's podcast, Shepard. Uh-huh. And he was asked about Bill because they asked him about Bill everywhere he fucking goes, obviously. Literally. And he was like, I guess this is the, this is the, the, this is the wording they're using to make it clear. Mm. But I can see why Wall would take it a a certain type of way because he's been going around saying, we are building our team around Brad Bill. Right? He just keeps saying it. Like Zach Rose at the shit. So, when Wall find out via text message that he's being shopped, he here is like, right, all that shit makes sense. It all makes sense. Of course it's going to be heated. But again, what have you done, John? Like, you got to, like, that video, man, it, a franchise that doesn't look at trading a play after a video like that comes out is being irresponsible, in my opinion, man. 
let alone someone that you're paying that kind of money to. You have to at yeah. least make some. You have to at least make some phone calls. Exactly. Because, because mm-hmm. you, we gotta remember, like, think about that Takashi dumbass shit. Mm-hmm. Think about um, Aaron Hernandez. Like, something could happen that Wall is not involved in. Exactly. But because these are people that he's associated with somehow, mm-hmm. his name is all up in the, nah. So we can't. We gotta think about that kind of thing. Real shit. Okay, where we at on our football team? Yeah, yeah, Where are we going? Offense. Uh, run game. Run game was good. It was really good yesterday. Uh, at first, it started slow. They had 164 total rushing for the game. I think 117 of those yards came in the second half. So, you know, as, as that dam started to break with, with the Bengals' offense, their defense was on the field for a while, and, and they were opening up some holes uh, for Gibson, McKissick, and even Peyton Barber was having a little bit of success on the ground yesterday. Um, Antonio Gibson. Whoa, 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 whoa. He was? He was? Yeah, you said. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Eight, eight for 29 is not terrible. <laughs> it's okay. not terrible. Okay, it's terrible. Three and a half yards of carry. <laughs> I think we would just rather Gibson get those carries or even McKissick, but I hear you, Paul. Yeah. No, I, I'm just saying, keep in mind McKissick, six for 43. Mm-hmm. Gibson, 16 for 94. Peyton Barber, 8 for 26. Sorry, for 28. <laughs> like, uh, you know. I will say this about the run game. I'm waiting for Gibson to break a big one. Man. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming. I just the love how he always keeps his legs moving, though, man. Tough the home yards, run's man. coming. The home run's mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, Paul, you his vision, his vision at times... He, you can tell this ain't this shit ain't natural to him. Mm-hmm. You getting better though. Getting better. Like, like AP is probably the most natural runner of all time. Nigga been toting the rock since he was three. <laughs> like Zeke is the same way. Like they just keep their vision is incredible. Yeah. He doesn't have it like that yet. But the big home run run is coming, man. It's coming one of these weeks. The 50 yard plus touchdown run is coming. Yeah, no, I definitely could see that. Right now, the thing that's holding him back is just uh, not seeing the the cutback lanes or not seeing them fast enough. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he does, he's gonna be off to the races because he has. But at least we're seeing already. improvement each week, though, bro. Like we gotta recognize, like oh yeah, bro, he's not seeing it all yet, but he's he's showing oh, yeah. improvement each week. Yeah. He's right. making he's getting better and better. It's it's a beautiful thing. Because you watch someone like Nick Chubb, like yeah. Chubb is great at setting up his cutback lane. Mm-hmm. Right, like knowing how to like not hit the cutback lane the minute you use the second you see, like knowing it's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Let me let me carry, let me let me press the um the edge and then hit that cutback. That's what he's gonna learn. But nah, Gibson's a phenomenal player, man. Yeah, I, I I just feel like why I feel like we should be giving you the ball more. It's just mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the game is. It just feels like we haven't given him the ball enough. That's how I. Feel. They keep talking about they don't want to give him too much. They don't want to overwhelm him. But I mean, I feel like he's coming along, man. Like I'm sure they see that he's getting comfortable as far as reading the holes. I mean, I, like Paul said, obviously he's not hitting every hole. But I mean, he had a cut yesterday up the middle. I mean, like he wouldn't have hit that week two or week, or week three. Like yeah. he's clearly starting to understand the position a lot better. He even said that in one of his interviews, like. It's an adjustment for him going from receiver to running back, and you getting hit literally every play. Like it's an adjustment, but I'm just happy that I'm just happy they fed him the ball yesterday, man. Blown, he didn't get his hundred yards with those last two carries, but hopefully yeah. he did it Thursday. 
I think he was at 99, then the last two pairs were minus five combined. Nah, bro, he was at 100 because I had a bonus in a fantasy league. Yeah, I had, he was 101. I had him in draft team. Shit. Oh, boy. Yeah, he, he had the 100-yard bonus. So, um, I ain't mad. I got the big, though. Even with him not really knowing his, his real lane as a running back yet, like, he's still on pace for 1,187 and 13 touchdowns. He's on pace to do that this season. That's yeah. incredible. Gibson is a fucking player, man. He's a dog, man. Like that is, mm-hmm. he, this is a potential a pro a potential Pro Bowl level player. I'm not gonna say all pro yet, yep. but a potential pro, like in terms of his his <clears throat> overall ability. Him mm-hmm. and McLaurin are clearly the two players this offense. Mm-hmm. We, we are we know for sure between the wide, the wide receiver, running back, tight end group. Those are the two players that I know for certain. Hundred percent. We you will be involved with this team when our team starts actually winning football games. Mm-hmm. That is. Do you have the splits from yesterday, Corey? Um, how many plays he played versus uh? I had, matter of fact, Cliff, yeah, Cliff sent us that John. Hold up. Uh, yesterday, McKissick thirty-two. They had sixty-two offensive snaps. Thirty-two for McKissick, thirty-three for Gibson. That's balance. I'll mm-hmm. take that. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely take that. Fourteen um, for Peyton Barber. Yeah, we need to work on that. The the one thing where I did notice Steve Sims on the field more. So uh Wright's Wright's um snaps cut down. Steve Sims yep. is back back to his Steve uh, looked he looked healthy yesterday. Uh, yeah, Got he had a touch on catch. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um listen, Terry McLaurin, man. Just you know cold. Five for eighty four. Cold. And frankly, I don't know what the hell's going on the second half of the game. I thought we could have we like we just stopped trying to score. Mm-hmm. Not not that we have control over when we score, but like they took they seem to take the foot off the pedal pretty quick, early in the game. Yeah. Um McLaurin should have had five, like seven for 125, man. Easy. Come mm-hmm. on. That guy's a good corner too, William Jackson. Indeed he is. Yep. He ain't he ain't in that class. Yeah, you can see on that class. one long ball. Um Jackson had a good uh position on McLaurin and he just went up and snatched that joint. And honestly, that's a throw that Alex wasn't making before in years past when he trusted yeah. a receiver to go downfield and, and make a play. He didn't throw the ball two years ago to Michael Floyd or to Jackson. Well, look who you just named. I'm just saying. He wouldn't have done it regardless. Right. I'm just saying. He's not He's not looking to make those plays downfield. I will say this. I think some of that is, I don't know if y'all heard Alex talking about uh, Alex. Like, like, I know him. I don't know if y'all heard Alex Smith <laughs> talking about how he had spent a lot of the offseason watching Philip Rivers tape. Yeah. Because he knew he couldn't move as much. He clearly oh, is yeah. targeted. Yeah. Because he knew he wasn't gonna be able to move as much, mm-hmm. um, he st- he had started uh, looking at ways to get the ball out quicker and think about how he does it. The truth is, I think he realizes that McLaurin, and if we think about it, McLaurin might be the best receiver he's ever played with. Him and Tyreek Hill, but in terms of like functional, like what we like our traditional receiver, this is probably the best mm-hmm. receiver he's played with, right? Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll sitting here thinking. I'm trying to think about who he. Did he play with Crabtree in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, Crabtree. Yeah, Crabtree. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll take corn is... I mean, yeah, I just try to remember who he had, who was his weapons. So, so I feel like he feels like there's not really a one-on-one matchup where McLaurin can't win. Mm-hmm. He's gonna throw that shit up. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I hope I expect to see that a couple times on Thursday, a couple times because you got nothing from seventeen on Thursday. I mean, like we always say, man, 
not even that he just knows that cliff like just take the chance like if he doesn't come down with it you also got an opportunity you don't know if the ref might throw a flag in this league they love to throw flags so right and, your help help your offense get that passion appearance down the field and i feel like mccorn is reaching a status level to where he's gonna start getting flags that aren't flags mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get the respect around around the league oh uh, let's let's talk about alex because I, I do want to talk about his day yesterday how do you guys think he played you look like it's like an Alex Smith game. I was just going to say. Oh, yep. 17 for 25, 166, had a touch and a pick, took two sacks. I mean, that that was one of those game-managing games for Alex. But, I mean, if obviously second half, we didn't need him to do too much because the run game was in control. And clearly Cincinnati wasn't – they weren't a threat to really score for real. So, I mean, I thought he managed the game well. Yeah. Uh, great balance for the offense yesterday. I know it was slow at times, but 164 yards rushing, 166 passing. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like a game from two years ago, but it kind of reminds me of that. Like a team shoots himself in the foot just enough where you're efficient, but not overwhelming offense can squeak out a win. It reminds me of that pretty much. Also, I don't know if y'all saw, but Doc kind of mentioned it in one of those post-game interviews. He was like, um, like you said, Cliff, they probably left some points on the field, but knowing that they also had a game on Thursday at the point where that game was, where Bengals really weren't a threat offensively. They probably yeah. con- probably called the dogs off a little bit to, you know, get them ready for this short week. So, yeah. but like you said, right. I think yeah. Alex managed the game well, man. I thought he, he played well yesterday, bro. And if he keeps hitting McKissick out that backfield, dang, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'll take that five, six, seven yards every play. Let's talk about, let's talk about O-line. Uh, better. They look more cohesive. I know they gave two sacks, but as a unit, they looked better than it did before you know with morgan shift over left tackle david sharpkin his first start at right tackle i thought they handled themselves fine i mean 164 yards on the ground the two sacks uh i read that west weiser had a 93.7 grade with pff sheriff mm-hmm. with 90.8 those were the two highest rate guards in the nfl yesterday mm-hmm. so i mean that, that says something i know pff ain't for everybody but you know to have that kind of grade means that they at least played a solid game and they needed it yeah no question um Probably the weakest D-line you're going to face all season, if I'm being honest. So. A lot weaker than the D-line they'll play on Thursday. Definitely. Yeah, this is the weakest D. This is one of the weaker defensive lines in the NFL. Yeah. I forgot they had Mike Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, Mike had him at the end. That's how he's a Mike Daniels got kind of washed in a hurry, I feel like. That's the NFL yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was whooping ass with the Packers like three years ago. Then he got he traded. Then he got cut. And then he bounced around. He was. It's not even the first team he's been on since he was on – Packers, right? He was somewhere else first, right? Yeah, he was. I think he got cut. I can't remember who, who picked him up, but he did get cut. He was a late signing for the Bengals. I feel, I feel like that was like in like August. I know you just shout out the guards, but I got to give a big ups to Moses. I'm not not even trying to be funny right now. Like the switch from the right to the left side. I mean, that's that's a transition for a tackle. And I thought Moses held his own yesterday, man. Covering the blind side of Alex, like Moses playing good football, man. Like the dude, clearly he's a leader on the team. I just got to shout him out because, you know, Morgan plays with hella, plays with hella injuries. And for yeah. him to switch sides and step up and play like that, because obviously we don't, we clearly don't have a clear-cut backup on the left side with Lucas being hurt. So, got to give a big up to, Mor- to Morgan yesterday for his effort. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Scott Turner? What kind of day do you have? I, I didn't really have a problem with any of the play calls. I thought that there was a little bit of everything, especially on that. Uh, second drive of the game where they marched and got that touchdown. It got a uh, short conversion with the uh, quarterback sneak with Logan Thomas. That was a little bit creative. Um, you know, I thought it was a good mix. I don't, I don't really have a beef with uh, Scott Turner yesterday. 
Like you said, we, it was balanced. I felt like we were balanced yesterday. I, it, I'm glad you mentioned that play with Logan going in motion because when it happened, I was like, I was sitting here on my couch like, yo, what the fuck are we doing right now? Like, <laughs> you know, shit like this. But, I mean, that's what we've been asking for Scott to be creative. So, clearly the Bengals weren't anticipating that. So, I mean, I thought he had a decent day. Mm-hmm. We played the Bengals. I mean, you know. I, yeah, everything with a grain of salt, Cliff. I it's hard you. for me to. We had an okay game on offense. We, uh, we, I don't. I think the first half we really didn't have a chance to find the win. It was a weird game, really. It, really it was. was it was. Really a was a weird game. game. The mm-hmm. pace of the game was weird. It didn't really feel like our office was on the field that much first half. It didn't nope. really feel like our office was on the field that much in general. But nope. then when you go look at this total place for each team, it, it was much closer. But while the game seemed competitive, it didn't seem like we saw much from the offense. Feel like we always saw the defense. Yep. I went from you know the second half kickoff being like. We're probably going to end up having a nail biter. If anything, like we might win this joint late. To as soon as Joe Burrow goes down, I'm like, we're we're going to win this game because I, I just know they're not going to march on us anymore. They're not going to score without Joe Burrow. So it was a kind of a weird game to watch because you're like, oh man, are they going to pull this out? Or is this are we going to go into Dallas on Thursday at pretty much being out of the race because you're two and eight and you now you don't have any faith because you can't beat even the Bengals. But in it, you know that's how it is in the NFL, man. Just one play can change the whole fortune of the entire team. And I mean, and who knows? I mean, like if they go out and win on, on Thursday, I mean, that's a big if, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. And you could actually be looking back and then like, that's one of the turning points of the season. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that turning point, that turns you to six and 10. Hey, but six and 10, <laughs> six and 10 isn't good enough for a playoff game the first week of January in FedEx. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think six and 10 is going to win the division. I'll take it. Shit. I'm not about that losing shit. We the whole fan base is to get that loser mentality. Get rid of that loser mentality. Yes, we all like high draft picks, but nothing's guaranteed with your draft picks. We should have learned that by now. Hopefully, you hope the front office makes the great, great choices when we do get to the draft. But right now, duh, win games, man. Let's win. Let's change the narrative around this team because all we've been doing is fucking losing. So I don't give a shit if we won the division at six and ten. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that T-shirt. I'm gonna fry my cowboy friends. And keep it moving. So let's go win on Thursday. Shit. Dustin Hopkins. You know, I was hoping to get out without having him kick another field goal because I was like, watch, he's going to come out the field after making two good field goals that day and miss one. And we're having something to talk about. He's definitely going to miss his joint. Sure enough, he pushed that joint right like he's done each of the past three weeks. Because he loves that. He loves to miss it in the exact spot every single time. Let me, let me give you a stat. So we played 10 games this season. He's missed a field goal in six of those games. And he missed an extra point another. So, I mean, I mean, you can't just out here costing us points in seven of ten games and keep your job, man. Or can you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's still here, making seventy percent of his fucking kicks. Uh, I think from forty to forty-nine, he's one of the worst in the league, right? Isn't that his big issue this year? His big issue this year is forty to forty-nine yards. Wasn't he? Didn't he used to be money before? Between 40, 49, like 30 to 30. Like, I thought that was what he was good at. Now it just seems like his kicks are just all over the place, bro. I'm not, I don't know, but this is concerning, especially for a team that struggles to score. Like, can't be missing field goals. Obviously, it didn't affect the game yesterday, but we might need that in a game like Thursday or down the line. Like, come on, man. Got to get this shit together. Yeah. Rivera keeps going back to the point of, well, he's a seasoned player and, you know, if you're going to replace a player that's been here this while, this long, you got to make sure you have another veteran. Like, that can't be an excuse for a guy that keeps missing kicks, man. I mean, it can't be. Uh, look, 
it's hard, I guess, in a pandemic to replace Kate. I really don't know. I know look, the league average from 40 to 49 yards is 80% this season. Hopkins is – sorry, no, it's not 80%. It's right, like, right around there. It's like in the 70s, high 70s percentage-wise. He's 6 of 10. Like I, like, I think we talked about this before. It's only a big deal when he misses kicks because we don't score a lot. So you really are costing his points. If Harrison Bucker misses a kick for Mahomes, unless it's a game-winning kick, they'll be fine. They'll get those points back. We will not be getting those points back. Those points are gone, and we, it's going to feel like oh, it, and it's crushing for our team when we miss field goals. Mm-hmm. Right, and especially considering we've we've had so many close losses this season, especially over the past month. And you, you out here just costing the three points, and in at least two of those games, that was the difference in the game. Can't happen, man. For an offense that struggles, you can't have your kicker missing basic ass field goals. Can't have it. Period. Should we talk playoffs, or is it is no. too, it's too early for that? Okay. Nope. Nope. Playoffs. Nope. The only thing I want to say about the playoffs. The only thing I want to say about the playoffs is it's it's well. First off, it's funny that everybody has three wins in the division right now, mm-hmm. and with the one exception being the Eagles having one tie, which is preventing them from having a three and seven record, just like everybody else. I'm saying Dallas has the second easiest schedule down the down the stretch. Eagles have the fifth hardest. You know, we're right in the middle at 17th. All I'm gonna say is it's gonna be an interesting month because we're all equally terrible. That's all I'm gonna say. We can, we can put it this way: it, it, it won't really be interesting if we catch an L on Thursday because no, you need this game. We need if you're if you're truly going to try to make a run and get in and try to win this shit division, you got to win on Thursday because death row is coming on the schedule for us. If we're being honest about it. Well, let's talk about Thursday then. Um, I know they're going to have Joe Looney back. They didn't have him last time. They're going to have Zach Martin back. They didn't have him last time. Uh, Dalton is back, and he's had a few games between now, uh, then and now, and he looked a little bit more comfortable yesterday. 22 of 32, 2 of 3, 3 touchdowns. He threw a pick. It was a good play by Eric Hendricks on that pick. It was. That's, that's Indeed, it was. Um, look, they didn't really throw the ball downfield much. He was getting the ball pretty quickly. It wasn't like the Cowboys offense was not. It's kind of weird that they won the game, honestly. Like when that game ended, I was like, wow, I can't believe they won this game. Because it didn't feel like they should be winning the game. Kirk's stupid ass couldn't finish. No, you can't blame Kirk. Kirk threw for Kirk twenty. Kirk and this and this and this is what I think he's going to be on Thursday. Kirk was twenty-two or thirty. Three, four, yeah, three touchdowns. Game. He had a good game. Hey, um, they, 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 loaded up, they loaded up on uh, Dalvin Cook. So, how do we beat Dallas then? How, how can we replicate the performance from a couple weeks ago? How do we take advantage of them? Well, first, defensively, I'm going to need the D line to get some pressure on Dalton, man. Like, they have to. I'm not going to do the statistical thing. I know we've been good against the pass. And obviously, I mean, Darby had a great game yesterday, but I'm not going to. I can't do that because Dallas has weapons in a passing game. I mean, obviously Dalton's not that, but for me, game starts for us with the defensive line. And even on the other side of the ball, the offensive line opened up holes for Gibson and protecting Alex. It's going to be one of the trenches, man, like most games are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be completely different than that first game. Was that was Dalton's first game starting versus us? Yeah. That was, yeah. No, no, no. This no. is going to be – it's not going to be the same game. 
Plus, you know, they're gonna come out there with a little emotion after we smack the shit out of Dalton first time. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna try to, you know, do their thing. But I oh, mean no, that wasn't his first game started with versus the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay, so, so we were the second one. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, man, like I mean, we know who they are. They're not really they're nothing special without Dak, but like we saw yesterday, they can put up points. I'm not saying our defense is as bad as Minnesota, but Minnesota has some strengths that we don't necessarily have. Like that's true. Amari CD, CD CD made a great catch yesterday in the end zone. Like that shit was ridiculous. Cooper had six for 80 yesterday. Zeke went over a hundred yesterday. Like first time of the season. Exactly. So I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here gas them up. They still three, seven, three and a 17, but this game's gonna be one in the trenches, man. We gotta get a pass rush and we gotta stop Zeke. Best case scenario is put put this game in Dalton's hands where he gotta throw it, which could lead to possible turnovers. So it's gonna be in the trenches, bro. Offense and defense for me. Even Pollard got out yesterday a little bit. Pollard looks yeah. like a dog. Cliff mm. been talking about that one. He looks like a dog. Yeah, long touchdown run yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say the Cowboys had barely used him. I know, like, in some of the games earlier in the season, he was getting, like, one, two carries a game. I was like, well, that, that's not really preserving Zeke. I think it would it would Preserve him? We just, we're supposed to pay you and preserve you? Hey, I wouldn't have paid it. <laughs> but, but that's a different conversation for a different day. The fact I know, I'm just saying. You're talking about a, a guy with lots of miles on his odometer, and you got to kind of – Try to like preserve this car, man. You you can't be going shopping again anytime soon. Jerry gonna tell you this nigga got lots of zeros in his paycheck. Where I'm from, you earn your money by working, is what Jerry would tell you. And so we're not gonna pay you, then cut your carries. Now, well, how does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna pay you more to work less? No, <laughs> we we're not doing that. This is not how Jerry runs his operation. Um, you know, the thing with the Cowboys is the Vikings don't have a good defense. Um, Their defense is worse than ours. Obviously, look, they already traded in Gokwe, so their pass rush was obviously obviously a step below as well. Non-existent, yep. The Cowboys are going to have a very different attitude on Thursday because we the last time they played, they got embarrassed. Yep. They got made fun of for a week. Yep. Left the quarterback looking like a dead body and shit. Yeah, they, they got a lot of shit for that, but Here's the thing. They suck. Yeah. So, they don't get the name. They, so they're not capable of naming their score. They Like them being angry isn't going to be enough. Mm-hmm. You, you're not good enough to win because you're angry. You're three and seven. So big game for both teams. How do we win the game? Like, just don't turn the ball over. This team stinks. If you, you don't turn the ball over, if you don't turn the ball for, for his bad teams, you'll probably win the game, man. I forgot Diggs was out for Dallas. Yeah, Diggs is out. <laughs> I forgot he was on IR. And Awuzie, who is Awuzie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Awuzie. Burnt chicken. Oh, yeah. Burnt chicken. Oh, my God. If he's the one that's guarding 17 on Thursday, hey, man, please, Alex, throw that ball up. Because Awuzie looked horrible. Thielen was getting whatever he wanted, bro. I think, I think, he, just, I think he just got back Awuzie, right? Yeah, he Dallas minus Dallas minus three. Open line. 46 and a half the total. All right. Vikings had three turnovers yesterday, too. Or two, my bad. Two fumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, two fumbles. And uh, one of them they were driving. I think they were driving. They might have been driving on both. I don't know if you saw they had a good drive when they did a fake punt and that shit got called back. Yeah, they got called back. I saw that. Yeah. I want to say they fumbled inside the 10. Jeez. Yeah, the, uh, both of the fumbles were inside Cowboys territory. Mm. Wow. Well, I guess what the Vikings are the Vikings, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they also stink. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dalton Schultz, actually, he actually won me a fantasy game yesterday, so shout out to him. But he, he's been playing <laughs> touchdowns to, to win the game, to kind of like close to the end. I don't know how much time, I think it was under a minute. But he had the touchdown, and uh, he had a few catches yesterday. I heard he looked all right, but I, I didn't watch most of the game, so I guess I, I don't really know. Either you um Cal, so, yeah. listen, Schultz has been Schultz has been okay. I mean, he's not he, he gets targets. He's I wouldn't say he's anything like I thought Jarwin was gonna have a much bigger season. Yeah. Yeah, Jarwin's a really they missed him. Injured. Mm-hmm. Um it's Andy Dalton, man. That's really what this is about. Play Andy Dalton. Put it in his hands. He's okay. Mm-hmm. But he can come out here. And fucking shit his pants on Thursday. Definitely. Generally, when Andy Dalton has been in big spots, he has shit himself. Time and time again. He shits himself in prime time. He shits himself in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's if we win the game, I'm pretty sure it's going to be because Andy Dalton shit himself. But what we can't do is allow Zeke to find some sort of rhythm where, you know, it's not all on Dalton. Put that shit in Dalton's hands where he got to be the one to make the plays. And chances are we'll probably come out on top. But if you let Z get 21 for 103 like Minnesota did yesterday, we're going to be in for a long day on Thursday. You know what I'm thinking about? Um, just a, a lot of young players on our team that are going to be playing before their first national crowd ever. You know, I mean, they have mm-hmm. any primetime game this year. I mean, the Cowboys Thanksgiving game is usually one of the most watched <laughs> football games of the year. You know, I, I think that you can get a little bit of a, a buzz from the team this week, like, Maybe they're going there, fired up to, to play in front of a national audience for the very first time. I mean, I, I don't have no top of my head, but I bet you that the vast majority of the team has never played on Thanksgiving before. I mean, maybe just like a couple of the vets and that's it. Well, this is our first national televised game of the year, right? Not only our first, our only. Our yes. only. Our this first is it. and only. First time whole world gets to see Chase. Yeah. See Chase say LeBron going to be watching Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He did say that. Mm-hmm. So, look, this is – Generally speaking, we know how these games are generally going for us. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what usually happens in these games. Uh-huh. Our defense just doesn't show up. It's fucking no show. It's generally never failed. We've had good offense. Well, we haven't had a ton of good offenses. But when we've had an offense that can move the ball, we move the ball. Kirk's moved the ball down there. Mm-hmm. Right? We've had the team with Kirk that moved the ball down there. We just don't get any stops. Our defense always lets us down. We fucking play them down there, man. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be like that's the it's the kind of game where we lose because the defense gives up a drive at the end of the game. And that's my concern. All right. Well, it sounds like you're picking a loss, then, huh? <laughs> I most I most certainly am. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cowboys twenty three twenty one. Mm, that's going to be a heartbreaker if that's the case. Jesus. Come on, Cliff. I'd rather get blown out. Would you? You'd rather get blown out by Andy I don't Dalton? Know, I don't know if I can sit through another 23 to 21 Thanksgiving elder Dallas, bro. You'd rather sit through Andy Dalton raining touchdowns <laughs> on our fucking secondary. <laughs> uh, you'd Cliff, rather sit through that. 23 21 sounds like a missed kick from Hopkins you'd, in, bro. You'd rather sit through Dalton raining touchdowns. I'm sh- sh- cutting the Jerry. <laughs> no, fuck that. Nah. Oh. All right, man. Paul, you want me to go next? Mm. Yeah, you go ahead. I got a bad feeling about this, guys. 
I'm gonna be honest about it. Like, I know Cliff, you say, I mean, they're a shitty team. Like, they're gonna be they're gonna be motivated, man. Like, I just think after what we did to them up here, like Dalton looked like a dead body on the field at FedEx. It was an ugly game for them all around. They were criticized for everything. Like, they're coming off a victory where they're feeling good about themselves. Offense was moving the ball. Ah. 27-24 Cowboys. Late field goal by Zerline to win the game. Wow, wow. You just said – okay, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> nah, go, go, speak your piece, please. How you going to say all that, then pick a game-winning field goal? After what I, after what you said, my prediction, you picked the game-winning field goal that's their line. Because I, I have a feeling that that's how this game is going to unfold. Man. I don't think it's going to be, we're not going to dominate. They're not going to dominate. I don't think it's going to be a situation where we're going to be up by a couple scores, or they are. It's going to be a close game, and it's probably going to come down to a field goal. Listen, and- I would, I would love to get some turnovers early, get ahead, and get McCarthy and more. To throw the ball. That'd be amazing. That is the fucking best case scenario for us on Thursday. Get up early, let the dogs loose, knock Andy ass out this game too. <laughs> Prediction. You will be see you know what I would I love I would love to win this game. Right. And last time I said we'd see Ben Denucci. <laughs> I don't think we'll be seeing we'll see Ben this time. My, my prediction for this game Demarcus Lawrence versus David Sharp is a problem. I'm telling you right now, that's a fucking problem on Thursday. Well, I'm not going to be able to block Demarcus Lawrence. That guy eats versus us. I'm going to give him two sacks, two sacks for Demarcus Lawrence on Thursday. Woo! That's a game changer. Mm. I mean, mm. two, two sacks is. I, I mean, that's that's two drives that are instantly halted. And when your team averages like 19 points a game, you got to not have your drives halted. So that's a pretty big uh, hot take. I mean, considering the fact that he, don't really, he didn't really get out on this last time, and it was the same cast of characters that were kind of limiting him. But I feel you. I mean, he no, we, had, we had Morgan last time over there. Yeah. But you don't know for sure that he's uh, Sharp's not going to be out of the game. I think that Lucas could be back. Who What's knows? his injury? What's his injury, Lucas? Lucas, I think it was a – I have it on my Twitter. Hold on one second. Uh, time, oh, there it is. Uh, ankle. I'm going to keep saying that shit. Yeah. I have a bad feeling about Aki back there. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's one of the positives for yesterday's game is that you didn't have a lot of injuries. Um, towards the end of the game when it was clear that the Bengals were lifeless at that point, I was like, just just take everybody out. Like, you don't want anybody getting banged up on a short week in a game you got to have. Mm-hmm. Um. My prediction, I know I said last week that I wasn't going to pick us to win it any more this year. Win, <laughs> And I'm sticking by that. I'm going to pick us to lose. I, I do really want to win this game. And I think they can. I think there's a formula to win this game that's not really far-fetched. That you don't have to dominate like you did last time. But can you just bend but don't break? I know the defense hasn't been great between the 20s. But keep Dalton from scoring. And Alex, when you're on the field, like, keep these drives going. Like, even if it's a 15-play drive, like, just get the end zone, score some touchdowns. Don't leave it up to chance with Hopkins because he'd be missing field goals left and right. Can't leave it up to him. Um, all that being said, uh, I'm going to say Cowboys 35, Washington 31. Mm. High scoring. Oh, wow. High scoring. 
I don't think either defense is going to stop either of the offenses. I think that we could have some success, but they just have a little bit more. Damn, man. Mm, mm, mm. Let me go ahead and make sure I re up. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need oh. it, man. Oh, my God. going to need it. I just need the football guys to be with us one time on Thanksgiving, man. They ain't been with us since Griff was there that one in 2012. Like, both teams are shitty, but I feel like they're worse than we are. So can we finally just get one sometimes? I mean, I'm not expecting it, but it would be great if they could just be on our side one game, man. 